0: Hello, boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night Podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, we're pleased to be joined by Danny Huffman and Anthony Garrett, who will compete in separate bouts on April 23rd at Canterbury Park. Huffman, 6-1-1 of Duluth, will take on Damian Hill, 4-14 of Brooklyn Park. Coming all the way from Kansas is Garrett, who promises early 4th of July fireworks in his heavyweight showdown with Apple Valley's Colton Warner. A combat sports veteran, Garrett is 1-0 in the squared circle. Local fan favorite Warner is 3-1. This is the seventh in a series of episodes previewing the April 23rd Ignite Mecca 18 card at Canterbury. Sean Strauss kicks things off with Danny Huffman. I hope you enjoy the episode.
1: Hey, what's up, Danny? Hey, Sean, how
0: you
2: doing, man? Good. No problems getting in this time. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm at the gym. My house sucks for service, man.
1: Oh, right on, right on. Yeah, um, lately we've been doing one uh, you know we've been doing so many interviews where like brian and i've been in our cars at different times and it's been it's been interesting i'm like brian right. and your low bandwidth <laughs> You <Yeah. laughs> know, right right unfortunately he's not able to be here now you were one of the people that brian really wanted to talk to since he missed our previous interview uh so apologies for that he's on daughter duty today he's got the uh, I, mean, I get it his daughter at swim practice um but yeah, he wishes he could be here. So hopefully, he'll get to follow up with you post fight at Canterbury. Um, but how, you know, you said you're at the gym right now. Were you just finishing up training?
2: Yeah, I just got done for the day. Yep.
1: Awesome. So, uh, what uh, What can you tell us about this camp? I mean, how long have you been in camp, first of all? Um, or did, did you ever leave? <laughs> you know, because you just yeah, yeah. to Hinkley.
2: Yep, It feels good. I mean, yeah, by the time I fight here, I think it's less than 60 days. So I essentially I I didn't take much of a break. I just went right back in the gym. I did get a cut after the last fight. I got uh, eight stitches. So it was a different camp for sure. Or I did a lot more just kind of working on some of the skill set. And, you know, a lot less sparring, which I got a lot of sparring partners up here in Duluth. So um it was was a little different camp where I didn't get as much sparring as usual but a lot more of just like sharpening the skills that I have and kind of uh really really being able to work on some of the things that that I just kind of sit down have the patience to kind of hash out so
1: yeah the cut that you had um what was that experience like you know we uh we missed you we were looking for you after the fight but um Kudos to you on your win. You were off celebrating, so that was awesome. Um, but Or maybe you weren't. Maybe you were getting stitched up when we were looking for you. I don't know. But what can you tell us about that experience of fighting with a cut for a first time?
2: Um, you know, it, it didn't feel like much difference. Uh, so it was good to get that first cut out of the way because, yeah, that is my first, first significant damage that I've, I've got. It was from a headbutt. So I was happy to, to see it didn't really phase me much at all. And uh, yeah, I wasn't too worried. It it was in a good placement. So even if that cut gets opened up again, it's in a good spot where it's not going to affect my vision. It seems to kind of run down right right past the eye. So uh, it didn't really bother me at all, actually.
1: So yeah, your last fight, you got to avenge a previous uh, fight that you were um, looking to to get that off your ledger, right? So now you're all squared up and ready to roll. Now this fight you're fighting against a guy named Damian Hill. Um, I don't know a whole lot about Damian. I've gone to Valhalla uh, Combat uh, years, maybe a little bit over a year ago, and I'm kind of friendly with those guys. You know, Marty Lindquist got me to go down there and uh, it's because it's really close to my house to do some uh, open boxing and stuff like that. And I've gotten to know the owner and everything. Um, I don't know much about Damian. I know he does a podcast and stuff like that um, for combat sports. And I know at the last Canterbury show, uh, they were there, um, interviewing fighters and stuff like that. So that's cool. I appreciate that. Um, like I've said to many people, I particularly don't like the trash talk and not to bash them. Um, because I think what they do in the podcast is good, but I just, personally don't really care for trash talking. Um, Mm -hmm. I know it's a part of combat sports. Um, and some people really love it and it gets, gets them up for a fight. Um, what can you tell us about, you know, this, this fight, how did it come about? Um, and you know, and, I wouldn't say it's necessarily, it's, it's weird. It's just weird, man. Like the, the the social media stuff going back and forth. And and I shouldn't even say going back and forth because it really seems like it's one way traffic, you know, no offense to Damien, but I haven't heard anything from you or from Zach you know, on social media. You guys have been keeping it tight lipped and he's posting a lot of stuff. And like I said, while I don't necessarily care for trash talk, I can appreciate what he's trying to do, I guess, and trying to build hype for the fight and to sell the fight. So, um, but ultimately it's the action inside the ring that, you know, is going to speak for itself. So, um,
2: Exactly. Um, you know, Damien, definitely, uh, any way that he looks at it, he, he can, he definitely, uh, he thinks he sold the fight on his end with the trash talking, but, uh, you know, that's not my thing. It's never been in any of the sports that I've ever done. I'm just not big into, you know, talking about other people it's it's kind of a cool experience to see it though and i know it it definitely gets hu- a lot of the casual fans hyped up i got people at work oh you see that that guy what what's he posting now and you know just the people that didn't even know were following my boxing career kind of mentioning so it, it's definitely driven some publicity in, the, in that aspect of things um little does damien know you know this fight was a fight that we talked about having a, a while back for for reasons that i'm not going to get into right now but uh there's there's definitely alternative motives on on why this fight is is occurring um but so i'll let him think it however he wants to put the picture in his head if he thinks he's he sold the fight and that's why i'm fighting him because of the trash talk uh more more power to him but uh it's definitely not my reasoning on why i'm i'm getting in the ring i could care less who who, who's got something to say to say about me or, or or my camp and uh, I think Zach's the same way, you know, we're not big into the trash talking like that. So uh, I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. One thing I have done, is yeah. well, I stepped away from my social media on that boxing aspect a little bit. And, uh, and that wasn't even this fight, even uh, the past couple of fights, I think I did that, just kind of focused and, you know, as my career progresses and I, and I continue to get build, build up in the fights, and keep, uh, keep moving forward. You know, I, I'll get back on that, but right now I'm just kind of working on my, my own skill set, and uh, I'm worried about myself and then that's it. I'm not worried about who I'm fighting, sure. uh, where I'm fighting. So,
1: so yeah, talking about the social media thing, um, and unplugging as it were, um, that makes me think of Tyson Fury, the heavyweight, um, recently, you know, when he was going into camp for his upcoming fight, he had done that and he had told people he was doing that and i've heard other fighters say that they do that you know some fighters will actually go away you know like uh you know like some of the guys down at the circle of discipline here they go up to barnum you know and they've got a kind of a place to get out of dodge and lose the distractions and focus you know um so there's something to be said about unplugging that's for sure and just focusing um now you mentioned um, the distance, you said you don't necessarily, or not necessarily the distance, but you didn't care about where you're fighting or who you're fighting. It's just um, now this fight is a little bit further away. You, you had fans in mass, you know, last time I talked to you, you were talking about how you sell a lot of tickets and you were not kidding. Um, the Huffman fans were in the house up at Hinckley. That's for sure. Um, hey, be,
2: re- be ready for Canterbury. Cause uh, I, I expect the same, if not more, you know, every ticket I got from, uh, from the, the, the promotion I sold everyone, and now I'm just sending them all to the website. So uh, yeah, I think it's going to be another packed crowd and uh, I appreciate that support. You
1: are, you are part of the lineup that's been going on right now um, with the likes of like someone like uh, Colton Warner, um, Tim Taggart, who was on that last card. um, And, you know, there's the, and the Valhalla guys, you know, too, I mean, I got to give them credit. Like, you know, where their fans are, you know, like it's pretty cool and they've got four guys, you know, which, they don't include Damien on that. Um, and I'm not going to speculate as to why it sounds like there's some stuff going on there where he's no longer with them. So that's, that's interesting in and of itself. Um, but anyway, um, the expo center, have you been down there, um, to watch fights or to, to fight ever?
2: You know, I haven't, I was, uh, trying to make that December card. I just, it, it's tough being a full-time parent and whatnot as well. So I, I didn't sure. end up making it down, but I'm very much excited. This is going to be, uh, my first fight on the, uh, Ignite promotion. And, uh, you know, them guys have been awesome, easy to work with. Um, it's a uh, real professional and, uh, it, it's nice.
3: Yeah. makes, makes my
2: aspect meeting, of, easy.
1: I'm looking forward to meeting Jeremy this time. Last time uh, I didn't go up and sit at ringside. I let Brian do that. And I just sat back and enjoyed a couple of cocktails with the, and, uh, <laughs> and was watching the fights, which I won't be doing this time. I'll be a little bit more professional. I was, I had my jacket on, you know, and I was just kind of lingering in the back enjoying the fights last time as a fan. Um, but this time I think I'll be uh, probably enjoying that ringside seat because there's so many awesome fights. I, I can't, uh, I can't pass that up. So I'll be sitting there watching your fight, man. Um, Absolutely. The expo center was very cool. Um, I know that they're also live streaming it. So for folks that can't make it down to Canterbury, you know, who are fans of yours, Um, I believe it's MMA Futures is providing the stream. Um, But you'll see it all over on the ads, you know, so you don't have to look far. You know, if you look at the Ignite uh, page and everything, you'll find where you can purchase the stream. Now, it sounds like uh, the same thing as last time. Caleb Truex was doing play-by-play for the last card. And it looks like he's going to do that with uh, another gentleman, I I believe, um, this time as well. So that's pretty cool. Have you gotten to meet Caleb in
2: person? Oh yeah. I've, uh, I've worked with Caleb a few times now and he's a great guy. He's fun to work with. And, uh, you know, obviously he knows his boxing knowledge. So that's a, it's a really cool guy that's going to be, uh, commentating on the pay-per-view cast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Get a world champ talking about you there. And then not to mention, I don't, I don't know who's doing the refereeing, but I have a have a feeling last time it was Mark Nelson, you know, and I, he did like all the fights last time he was, he was putting in the word <laughs> last time. Um, I don't there? know. I don't know who's going to be this time, if it's going to be Mark or not, but um, I'm sure you've had him ref your fights before. And I just think that's pretty cool. You get a a guy who's a world-class referee to ref your fights. That's pretty awesome. Um, Absolutely. Now, your camp, last time you uh, told us some fun stories about uh, one of the guys in your camp, uh, an older gentleman. And uh, you were, (laughs) I can't remember what you were calling you. You were saying he did a certain exercise every day. Uh, The superman. The
3: the Superman. Yeah.
1: yeah, are you doing a bunch of supermans with him like in this camp oh man
2: i can't keep up with that old guy man he he's got some heart i'll tell you that what was his name again that's that's coach Baco.
1: coach Baco, that's right Baco. yeah it that was a funny story i was like man you explained what supermans were in the last episode so that's funny <laughs> um but how's going being a parent been going man you, you got a little daughter if i remember right oh, no, son son yep
2: Uh, he's great, man. He's, he's four years old now, uh, four and a half. And, uh, he he goes to the gym once a week. I mean, he's in here more often, but he's actually training once a week now. So. Oh, he's training. I've seen that side uh, of me start to transition where, you know, I I really enjoy having him in there and I enjoy helping him help training him and, uh, you know, teaching him the ropes. And it's crazy. Their little brains are like sponges, how much they uh, just absorb. And, uh,
1: You know, it's it's a lot of fun. That's really cool. Um, One of the other guys we were talking to, um, we were having a similar, I think it was Alex, Alex Satrowski, one of the Valhalla guys. He was talking about how he takes his son with him to the gym, too, and he'll be there playing his video games or whatever. He's not quite ready to train yet, I think. But I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if if he's going to be doing the same as your son soon. So that's really cool that you get to pass that on to the next generation and they get to be there.
2: Yeah, some similar, like My my pops, I, some of the things I remember growing up with him is, you know, he was big into weightlifting back in the day, and uh, I just remember going and hanging out at the gym, you know, just being around that atmosphere, hanging out with all the weightlifters, and and, and that's how my son Ethan kind of looks at it, he's, he knows all the guys and girls at the gym, he's just hanging out, you know, laughing, goofing off, and I, I think it's a good spot for him just to kind of be, even if he's not, old enough, I would say to, to, to fo- be focused hundred percent of the time, but it's just good atmosphere. It's sure. somewhere I want him growing up. And it's cool. It's cool seeing that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, as far as aside from your fight, which obviously, like I said, we're looking forward to that. Um, uh, the card itself, the ignite card, um, is really, really stacked. There are some fighters from out of town coming in this time, um, there's some other fighters that I've been wanting to see that I haven't seen fight before. Like I mentioned, Alex Zitrowski, um, but also Corey Thompson's, uh, another one, um, you looking forward to any of the guys on the card or seeing any of the fights. If, if you, if you get a chance, obviously you'll be worried about your own mainly, oh, but
2: I, I don't get much time to enjoy the fights back there. You know, whole time I'm kind of just focusing on, on getting ready, but, uh, I, I know, uh, you know that Colton Warner. He's he's always a fun guy to watch. Um, I know Gavin yeah. Hendricks, and he, he, it's going to be a good card. I keep telling people that, and uh, I think people, even the the casual boxing fan, you know, it's going to be a good time. I I I do wish I could watch the Muay Thai fights. That that's got my interest. You know. Just, yeah, I've uh, never
1: seen that, and I know I, I have I. They're having uh a, like a combination card where I they're doing the same thing like they did last time. And I might be wrong, but I thought I saw they were doing something like with Brazilian jiu-jitsu too, like with like five grand prize or like they were saying like those world class like you know uh, the grappling, grappling. yeah, grappling. And I was like, something. wow. So yeah, those guys they're they got their fingers in a lot of pots. I know they just had a show. Um, I want to say it was in Indiana or something, uh, or it, maybe it's Illinois. But yeah, so they're busy. They're staying busy. Um, Absolutely. So other than that, um, what's, what's going to be next? I mean, I know we always, you know, we don't want to look past a fight, but activity's good, you know? So right now it's, you were trying to get on the previous Canterbury card and it didn't work out, but now you were, fought at Hinckley. Now you're on this card. You trying to stay busy or, you know, what's the game plan?
2: Yeah. You know, I, I, I enjoy fighting, you know, especially while I'm young here. So, uh, that's ultimately the, the goal is just, uh, it's nice, like you know, going from one camp to basically the next. Like I found on a Friday, I was back in the gym on Monday. You know, oh, nice. um, so you just keep the ball rolling a little bit. You got to stay focused. So there is some some differences in that because you can't. It's easy to fall off, fall out of the the boxing um, training and whatnot, especially when you're, you're you're doing it consistently for an extended period of time. Um, but it also, as long as your mind's focused. You, you can just kind of roll with it. And like I said, I I haven't had any weight to cut. Um, I'm just in peak boxing shape. I'm just doing my thing, enjoying myself. And uh, it's made it really easy. Uh, but again, I'm still, uh, I'm focused on this fight. I'm going to go in, get my job done, get the win. And then uh, I'll sit back and we'll talk with the team, talk with Zach, and uh, we'll talk about what's next. But first off, like you said, I got Damian in front of me and that's, that's kind of all I'm focused on at this point.
1: Now, uh, one of the other things uh, that we talked about the last time, uh, there was a card that happened up there um, at the Buffalo house. It was amateurs. Now, I missed it. I wanted to go really bad, and I missed it. Did you go to that card?
2: You know, I was actually, uh, I was uh, out of town for that card as well. Um, had some family stuff coming up, but
1: yeah, but yeah, was yeah, fun, but good I card.
2: yeah, so was I
1: um, in general, you know, the state of Minnesota right now, boxing's, you know, booming, you know, all over, and it's great to see all these gyms, the amateur shows and the professional shows. Um, as far as locally, you know, for the professional shows, you know, other than this Canterbury one, we just came off of having the Tim zoo, you know, down at the armory, um, which was really cool. It was a bummer. There wasn't any Minnesota fighters on the card at all. Um, but it sounds like there's going to be another one, uh, with David Morell Jr. Uh, coming up in June. Um, and Steve, uh, yeah, Stephen Fulton, um, is going to be the, the main event, I think. Um, so that'll be pretty cool. Another opportunity, hopefully to get a Minnesota fighter on there, but I'm not sure because I believe that's going to be showtime again. Um, right. so I know typically when the PBC comes, we can normally squeeze one or two on there, but, um, but regardless, did you, did you get to see any of the, you know, the, the Tim zoo card on TV or.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I I watched that, and uh, I I've been to fights at the Armory, and I I think that's pretty much every Minnesota fighter's goal as far as fighting in in Minnesota. That Armory is a it's a cool venue, it's a cool set. It's cool to just watch the fights there, you know, under all the bright lights and uh, good atmosphere. So, but yeah, that that he put on another good card. Uh, a lot of fun to watch. A lot of fun to watch on TV. So yeah
1: hopefully we'll get to see you there someday you know that absolutely um so other than that danny you know it sounds like you're you're ready you know as far as your conditioning and everything goes um and you don't have too much longer um are you prepared for the uh the task of like all the other fighters right now of avoiding all that food on easter or do you get to pick out (laughs) you know i kind
2: of i kind of can eat whatever i want you know i i'm pretty uh pretty good as far as, as weight wise so I'm not worried about that so I will enjoy a nice uh, Sunday Easter get some good food in me um, uh, I am excited for that
1: yeah hopefully your son gets to go uh, pick up some Easter eggs or something too oh,
2: absolutely
1: <laughs> well cool cool I don't have much else Danny I just want to say thanks again for joining us hopefully uh, we'll get to touch base with you after the fight um, and if we don't see it like we missed you last time we definitely want to keep talking to you and and you know, letting the fans know what you're about and, uh, and so they can know who to, who to cheer for. Right. And, uh, um, and if you come down yeah, and fight at the army, I can tell you, I'll be there, man. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're going to go out, we're going to perform, have a good, good show.
1: You want to uh, give any shout outs to your, your team or your know, family or friends? Last time we made sure we gave a shout out to the, to the woman holding it down yeah. for you. We can't forget <laughs> her.
2: She got extended out and uh, still still kind of, uh, you know, head of the household right now, just taking care of stuff at, at the house while I'm doing these two and three days at the, at the gym. So I appreciate her, appreciate her as always. Um, got to give a shout out to my team. They're always uh, got my back no matter what to make it easy. All I got to worry about is just getting in the ring on, uh, on fight night and uh, doing my thing, which is easy work compared to everything that goes behind the scenes of a fight camp. So.
1: All right. Well, I look forward to it, man. Thank you again for making time and I will see you fight night.
2: All right. I appreciate you, my man. Take care. All right.
1: Um, my name is Sean Strauss. I am joined with Anthony Garrett um, on the Minnesota fight night podcast. Anthony has a fight coming up in Minnesota and Shakopee down at Canterbury for Ignite Fights Mecca 18 uh, versus Minnesota fighter Colton Warner. Um, you are fighting out of Kansas, correct, Anthony?
3: Yeah, yeah. Right now I'm living in basically Prairie Village, Kansas. Uh, okay. Just kind of Johnson County area south of downtown, basically.
1: Nice. And your box rec record shows you're a 1-0 and in boxing, but after looking at your uh, your Facebook, it looks like you've got quite a bit of experience fighting. Um, looks yeah. like brilliant uh, brazilian jiu-jitsu um what can you tell us about your fighting
3: background uh so basically to like sum it all up i I was playing division one football at east carolina university and i uh got done and kind of just like dicked off for two years and then i started doing mma and i've oh man what am i six six and one in mma one and one at pro kickboxing two and oh at pro grappling and then one and oh at boxing and then had tons and tons of amateur fights and all of all of those okay yeah um
1: well it's pretty awesome that you're coming to you know on the road to come and fight in minnesota you know we appreciate that so thank you yeah. for that. yeah yeah uh, i thank you guys for having me of course um, I talked to your opponent, Colton Warner already. Um, yeah, I've gotten to know him, you know, we've covered some of his previous fights and he had nice. good things to say about you. Um, yeah. he kind of used you as his biggest threat, um, which is good. Um, it means that we're in for an exciting fight in my book. So. Oh yeah.
3: I've been telling everybody it's going to be fireworks, man. I've watched his, his fights. He's very talented, hard hitter, uh, very exciting guy. Um, I'm, you know, his brother's a hockey player. His dad's a former boxer. Like, we're meant to fight each other and it's going to be a really, really good fight. And I cannot wait. I said this in my last interview, I cannot wait to pop each other in the mouth. Cause we're both going to have that. Like, Oh yeah. We'll that, oh yeah. moment. We will. I guarantee you. you're going to hit it. We're going to see oh, yeah. us hit each other and we're going to be like, okay. 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 <laughs>
1: um, yeah. Like I said, that's it, it. It might be the fight of the night. I'm super excited for it. Um, i put money
3: on it. It probably will be, <laughs>
1: now you mentioned you're I'm catching you right now in between your uh, your workouts um how's camp been going you know and uh, can you tell us anything special you've been doing or you're sparring anything you know is it is it different you know for you uh, with the boxing camps as opposed to the mixed martial arts and jujitsu or
3: yeah so with the boxing camp I mean I've only really done one boxing camp when I fought Caesar Gutierrez here in Kansas at in the Topeka fights and uh it's It's different. It's harder for me because, um, you know, I do MMA and kickboxing. I, you know, I throw a lot of kicks, I grapple. So it's, it's been difficult trying to structuralize my workouts to only fit my boxing needs. Um, but there's so much research nowadays, you know, with all the, you know, all the social medias and stuff like that, I can find, I'm finding ways to drill and practice and do things I need to do just for the boxing. And I'm getting, advice from old school boxers here in Kansas city, like George Clark and guys like that. And then a couple of, uh, like, I got a guy, Daniel Gallimore, he's like a big brother to me. Um, we haven't been able to spar like we wanted to, cause we're both so busy, but you know, we've, we've gotten with each other and I've gotten enough knowledge that I know what I need to work on and been sparring as much as humanly possible in Kansas city. I mean, there's a lot of boxing gyms in the area, not any big name dudes, but I mean, as everyone knows with boxing, if you just get enough work in and you drill enough and practice enough and cardio is key, you're going to do well. Um, so to get back to what I was saying was, is, um, yeah, camp's been great. cramp has been amazing. Um, you know, just training my butt off, uh, running about five miles every day. Um, not trying to do too much on that cause I don't want to lose a lot of weight, but I'm walking around 250, 255 right now. And I feel quick and strong and yeah like i said ready to put on a show yeah i believe
1: you and colton are both six five um so it's gonna be like i said two two guys uh two big guys going at it heavyweight boxing is always exciting um oh
3: yeah it's like one of those don't go get popcorn moments you know it's like (laughs) well we're the main event so people can get all settled down you know right before we get ready (laughs) um in addition to, you know, this fight, which, like I said, I was
1: super excited about and it's got a really stacked card. Um, and I guess before I move on, um, for your fans, I hope, I know you've been sharing your stuff on social media for people to get tickets if they want to come to it. Um, I believe it's also being streamed on MMA futures.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: So if people can't come to Minnesota to see it, you know, for your fans. Um, so that's one cool way to, to, to watch you fight. Um, but Other than that, um, like I said, after I friended you, which thank you for that. um, It's been a pleasure getting to know you right now. um, It looks like you do modeling, too, which to me just seems like something that's very contradictory to fighting. You know, you get punched. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, but then you're going to (laughs) model. So it's like, does that bust your modeling gigs if you get socked in the face or what?
3: Uh, uh, So no, not at all. Um, And modeling, just for everyone to know, I mean, people who know me know I only do it uh, it, well, okay, I do it for the money. Obviously, everybody needs to get paid. Um, and it's a cool passion um, that I've actually slightly developed that I actually enjoy. Like It's such a different world um, and a different change of pace. And I mean, if you're good at it and you can make a little bit of money on it, why not do it is what I would tell anyone. And I mean, for real, I mean, anybody can model. That's the crazy thing. You just got to practice at it and model what they're asking you to model. So it's pretty self-explanatory and simple in some terms but to answer your question no they just weirdly enough and it still makes me uncomfortable <laughs> but they just put they just put makeup on you I don't oh, like sure. wearing makeup but I've worn it about three times now and uh I did I did do a fashion show after my kickboxing fights I had in Oklahoma against Darian Abbey and uh, Hayes Wilson uh and I had a little I had a little black eye and they just I mean they made it disappear it was kind of cool and we don't know, like, you know, me and you from the fight world, we don't know that they can cover it all up with makeup. And I, it looked like I had no bruise, no nothing. I was actually really impressed. So, uh, but if I were to get injured like bad, I would just, I mean, pull out of the modeling gig, the fighting pays way more. So it's not not too big of a deal. Okay.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. other than that, you know, is, is the modeling like just a hobby. Um, and then you have like a, a day because you know most fighters when they're professional, um, you know, you mentioned that it pays better than the modeling, but mm-hmm. um it's hard I know for guys to make it oh yeah so, um yeah. boxing um, you gotta fight often and mm-hmm. with the pandemic that wasn't easy you know and yeah um, fights are coming back which is great um but you know do you have a day job and how does that factor into your training?
3: Yeah so um the good thing about me and I try to keep it as hush-hush as possible um, just because I, I don't like to share too much of what sure. I do. Uh, but I do, I am a actually full-time personal trainer okay. and I teach like self-defense classes and stuff like that. And uh, the gym I'm training in right now, it's actually where I do uh, my private lessons at. Um, my head coach, he's a jujitsu expert. Steve Crawford uh, runs American Jiu-Jitsu. He lets me basically train people in here when I'm in between my training sessions and the workout. So like I'll come in in the morning, do my workout, train a bunch of clients, do my other workout around like two thirty three, train more clients. Uh, I got one of my clients right now, Amy in here, she's just wrapping up and kind of helping me clean up. Um, and then I'll do my next workout once I'm done with you. And that's, I do that five, six days a week and I make a really good killing and stuff like that. And, and yeah.
1: Cool. Well, that definitely probably helps stay active and stay in shape. You know, if you're making it your job, I know there's quite a few fighters that that like to do that, you know, personal training on the side. And there's a handful of them, even on this card that are actually gym owners. Yeah, uh, is pretty cool. Um, But other than that, um, I just want to give you an opportunity to give shout outs to whoever you want to, you know, if if people helping you train, um, if you've got sponsors, anything like that. Um, because like I said, man, I really appreciate taking time out. Um, I know you're training, like I said, and you're in the middle of training right now. (laughs) Oh, yo, you're good. It means a lot to me uh, that taking your time out so that the fans can get to know you a little bit before fight night. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, I'd obviously want to start off with, um, you know, thanking my head coach, Steve Crawford. Like I said, he, uh, Gives me a place to work out at, a place to train. Even though he's a jiu-jitsu expert, he can't help me drastically with the boxing, but he's giving me everything I need um, and an access to a gym to make a living as well. So Steve Crawford, thank you. Uh, And then mainly for this boxing match, I really got to thank my manager, Robert Carver. He uh, went up and beyond to get me this fight. Uh, We were wanting to box really bad again, uh, especially after I did well in that kickboxing tournament. Uh, you know, beating Hayes Wilson kind of opened up the world to me being like, oh, I can do the stand up as well and be good at it, not just MMA and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, uh, the pro grappling matches I've done. Um, So, you know, huge shout out to Robert Carver. Um, I do have sponsors. Uh, Mike, if you're watching, I know you don't like to, you know, name drop you too much, but one of my clients, dads owns a construction company. And uh, that's all I'm going to say. He likes to keep everything hush hush uh big big shout out to him I appreciate you and everything you do for me and then obviously you know my parents family friends my clients like Amy over here and then obviously the big man upstairs you know he's done everything helped me out with so much and uh gave me a beautiful little girl too I have a three-year-old daughter uh Lucy Joe, who I do everything for her she means the world to me so I hope she can watch this one day and just know daddy loves you big time
1: Oh, that's awesome. Well, thanks again. Like I said, for sharing your story with us. I hope, you know, our fans hear your story. And uh, you, I mean, I'm already excited for you. <laughs> like I said, I, before I even met you, I was excited for this fight. And now, after yeah. meeting you, I'm even more excited because, yeah, I mean, well, thank you. Not only do you know, does your background say that you're going to be a good fighter, but I mean, it sounds like you're an awesome guy too. So I'm I do try my best. Yeah.
3: You. Yeah. I look forward to it. I mean, it's going to be a really good fight. Obviously, like you know, the opponent's going to be game beyond belief, and I think we're going to blow the roof off the place. I really do. I think I think Minnesota's going to love it. There's going to be fireworks, and, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of bombs dropped. Uh, I bet both of us go down at one point, and both of us are going to get back up and fight through some crazy adversity, and it's going to be a hell of a fight. I guarantee it.
1: Doesn't get any better than that, man. <laughs> Well, thanks again, Anthony. I look forward to seeing you fight night, and hopefully I get to chat with you afterwards. and uh, yeah, maybe get a little sound bite for our recap episode that we do. Yeah, but
3: most definitely. Thank you so much. All right yeah, appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Fight night.